Reclaim Your Brain podcast. I'm Dr. Liz Rook. I'm a certified life coach and rheumatologist, and I'm here to show you how I combine science, coaching, and psychology to solve stress and worry for me. And now I want to show you how you can do the same to enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. It's time to stop struggling and have more fun. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. I hope you're having a fantastic week. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit more about acute stress and how we can break this down and actually use it to work for us instead of against us. Because I know we all have situations where the stress happens upon us and it can paralyze us because it can be very intense and very powerful and it kind of stops us in our tracks. And what really hurts us when we're feeling stress is when we hold on to it, when we internalize it, and when we don't process it, learn from it, and then release it in our body. So that fight or flight response that we initially feel that kicks in acutely becomes more of a chronic response, which increases our cortisol, which is our stress hormone, which affects our blood pressure, our food intake, our digestion, and our overall physical as well as our emotional and mental health. So that's why I feel so strongly about focusing on stress, reduction, releasing it, and how we can use it and transform it into an intuitive type of power in our lives where we can control it. We don't have to fear it. We don't have to resist it. We don't have to push it away or scroll the internet or social media or eat food or drink alcohol or pick fights with our spouse to avoid it. And we can actually use it to move us forward in our life versus letting it hold us back. So I'm really excited about this episode today. So I hope you hang with me. And then I'm going to ask for your help at the end of the episode because I need some help from you guys. All right. So today we're going to talk again about stress. So let's get into it. Stress is created when we feel pressure. It's a sensation of pressure inside our bodies, and it can feel slightly different for all of us. My stress, when I feel it, feels like a knot in my stomach, and then I also feel my body and my muscles tense up and then become restless, like I need to move physically or else something bad will happen. So I want you to take a second here, and you can pause the podcast and just kind of ask yourself, where do I feel stress? Some people feel it in their heads. They get kind of a pain or a headache. They feel a pressure in their head or their body. Other people kind of just tense up like I do. Other people get this like sharp stabbing pain in their chest or their belly area. So I just want you to take a second now and just be like, what happens when I feel stress? And just think of maybe a recent stressful situation. And if you're doing this, you know, if you're driving, maybe do this later when you're not in the car and when you can focus fully and just check in with your body. And if this invokes a very powerful response in you, just kind of take a few breaths before you do this and just assure yourself that you're safe. You can see things around you if you want to close your eyes and take a few breaths to center yourself first and then just kind of bring up the stressful event that maybe it may have happened recently. Oh, excuse me, recently in your life and just ask your body, like, how did that feel? Where did I notice the physical sensation of stress in my body? Because the more we're easily able to identify when stress is happening and we feel that same physical sensation, we can identify it, become aware of it, and then work to release it like we're going to talk about today. So it's a really good skill to have is to know what stress feels like physically in your body. And for me, I commonly feel stress at work 
Before I learned how to slow down, simplify, and take focused action with my stress, I used to let it distract me or I would react to it and I'd instantly be angry, frustrated, snippy, and irritable. Mostly because I felt helpless. I felt like the stress was happening to me and that invoked a very deep guttural guttural, primitive response in my body. I would maybe forget to refill a medication for a patient or a patient would show up late or a staff member would forget to get records for a visit and I would instantly think this shouldn't be happening. And then I'd resist the reality of what was actually happening in the moment and that would create stress and conflict in my body and then it would amplify because I would just keep thinking it was like butting my head against a wall. I would be thinking this shouldn't be happening. Why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? And you can see it kind of creates this snowball effect which amplifies the stress. I would clamp down, I'd get frustrated and then maybe I'd start worrying like how am I going to fix this? Why does this keep happening? You know, why is this happening to me? This is, you know, delaying my day. This is a signal that what I'm doing isn't good enough or that I'm not enough. And I'd kind of get those thoughts start swirling and I'd start to worry that there was something wrong with me or that I wasn't enough or that I would somehow get in trouble for whatever happened. It was like this very deep sense of reactiveness and defensiveness that, oh my gosh, something happened and I was responsible and I would blame and shame myself almost instantaneously, which obviously would create more stress. And this would also, all of this swirling would keep me focused on the problem that in my mind was going on and make it more intense and then it would last longer and it would expand. Instead of me being able to kind of recenter, refocus, see the reality and the task for what it was, I would, you know, create more pressure and more stress around it. Instead of tapping into my inner wisdom and my creativity and focusing on solving the problem. So this would keep happening until the issue either resolved itself or I took steps to refill the medication or decide, am I going to see this patient or do I need to reschedule and all the shame and the guilt and the blame that would follow that. And then I would, you know, the cycle would keep continuing until I learned to really slow down and focus on what was going on in the moment. And we all have repeated situations like this that happen to us multiple times a day. No wonder we're feeling stressed and helpless and out of control a lot of our lives. I want to help you shift that so that you always feel in control and empowered, even when there are things that are out of your control going on in your life. So I I wrote down some examples of this, of other ways, if you're not relating to this work example. So say you asked your um, husband to reserve dog daycare for your vacation, and they said they would, and then they forget. And then you're going to drop the dog off, and the daycare's full, and then you're thinking, I can't trust them. I have to do everything. Why do I have to do everything in this relationship? You know, nothing they do is ever good enough. And then it kind of snowballs from there. Or another example, our kids forget about a project that's due for school in the morning. As we're tucking them into bed, they go, oh, wait, I forgot about this. And then we take on that responsibility and that blame to either help them get it done, especially when we don't have scheduled time to do it, or we do it for them because we're spinning and worry about you know, how it's going to affect them growing up. Is this going to keep them back? Are they going to fail a class? You know, And then it spirals into like, I'm a terrible parent. I should be more on top of things. And then that, why do I have to do everything? I feel like I have to be in control of everything, which causes us to try to clamp down and be more in control versus managing and reclaiming our mind to be able to see the situation as it's on folding and deal with it in a relaxed, empowered 
enlightened and perhaps creative way versus being upset and causing more stress for ourselves in the moment. And the last example I have is that our boss may call us for a last minute meeting and my brain always goes to worst case scenario. So if you're with me, you may be worrying like, what did we do wrong that necessitated a meeting? Did I screw something up? Am I going to get reprimanded? Are they calling me in to fire me? Versus they want to brainstorm, they want to troubleshoot something. Maybe they want to congratulate you or give you an award. But if you notice, your brain always will go to that fight or flight protective reactive stance unless you train it to do a new habit. And that's something I want to bring up is that all of these stress responses are habits that we've learned over time. And it leads me to the idea that our brain creates all of our stress, all the stress that we feel, the good stress, the bad stress, the acute stress, the chronic stress, our brains create all of it. And it's natural and it's normal. And then our societal conditioning, how we're raised, the feedback that we get as kids, our emotional capacity that we develop as children that protects us when we're small and dependent on others, that carries over into our adult lives unless we do the personal work and growth to change that and shift it so it's working for us, those vestigial remnants will remain and then we become more and more reactive and then we feel more and more helpless. Once we can recognize and embrace stress that it's starting and occurring in our brain without judging ourselves, blaming and shaming ourselves, we can start taking steps to reclaim the reactions we have to the world around us in a way that's based more in love and autonomy and ownership in an empowered way instead of reacting with fear and judgment and victimhood and defensiveness, which I just want to reassure again, they're culturally normal, but they're not helpful as we go through our lives, and they just heap more stress and blame and judgment and helplessness on top of that. Our societal conditioning is what has created a culture of sickness, complacency, and dependence. Instead of encouraging us to grow, be independent, evolve, and take responsibility for all the aspects of our emotional, mental, and physical health. We have a culture of blame and shame versus empowerment and responsibility. So if you're seeing yourself in any of these negative aspects, which negative is just a thought, I want you to know that you have to start where you are if you truly want to grow and learn and taking that responsibility without taking the blame for it is a very powerful way to start taking ownership in your life. And this will create a world of transformation. I promise you, I have done this work. It is deeply powerful. And if you want a refresher on this, you can go back to the episode that we recorded a couple weeks ago on responsibility versus blame. So when we're feeling that stress, we can learn to harness the power and the lesson that the acute stress is trying to teach us to improve our lives without needing to hold on to it or to influence it to become that chronic habit of worry and fear that usually permeates our daily lives as a result of our default conditioning. When we feel that twinge or sensation and we're alerted to us that, that a stress response is happening inside of us, we're basically being alerted to something being up outside of us, right? It outside happens, it we internalize and a danger signal or a sign that maybe we're frustrated or we're unhappy with what's going on with the situation in front of us with something someone said, like a colleague or a boss or a spouse or a kid or 
there's a situation where we disagree with what's going on. We can learn to lean in as we slow down and focus, and then we can see clearly what's going on, how we're feeling about it, and then we can take empowered action that's inspired by love to keep us moving forward in the direction we want to go versus butting our head up against that wall out of frustration or fear, which comes from a default status. When we simplify and normalize our stress as a signal that our brain's giving us, we can interpret it and then use it as a superpower to be informed and enlightened and to expand in our life with openness and love versus contracting with fear and defensiveness and automatically repelling whatever's going on like we grew up learning how to do because this is a very primitive and guttural guttural response that we have to conflict, to stress going on outside of us. And as with all of these skills, unfortunately, it's not a one and done type of habit that we form. I wish it was. Trust me. There are so many things that I have learned that have just blown my mind and expanded my vision of what's possible for us. And when I enact it, I'm like, sweet, this is so cool. And then it comes up again and again and again. And I'm like, well, I did that before. Why can't it just be automatically downloaded into my brain like the matrix where they just plug you in and then you learn kung fu and all these types of martial arts. That is how we would all love for this to happen. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's a gift that it's a practice and it's a skill we develop over time. And every time we choose that new path to expand, first it feels super uncomfortable, which we tend to butt up against that. And that's a lot of what I work on with my clients is that cognitive dissonance between where we want to be and where we are and the discomfort with holding space for both the old and the new. And that's where a lot of us get stuck and then we sabotage ourselves. So it's it's so much easier to do this with a coach, y'all. And I've done a lot of work with my coaches on how to sit with that discomfort, to allow space for it, and to hold the vision of the new you and how you're going to deal with things and just practice becoming that person because that's truly how we change our habits. And James Clare talks about this in his Atomic Habits book and how to make it easier. So this is not a one and done skill. You don't just decide like, okay, I'm going to approach stress now with an open perspective and I'm never going to get frustrated again and I'm never going to get defensive and I'm never going to shut down or yell or, or you know, <laughs> embrace that stress and that worry. It's a skill, but I promise you that every time you practice it, you become aware of it and you do it intentionally in the way that you want to, to become the person who can handle stress, who can release it. You will take your power back and you will feel more in control of your life. You will feel more relaxed while you're doing it and you will embrace the attitude of, I can handle this. I can handle anything that comes at me. This is not a problem. I can find a solution and I can figure this out. And that is what helps to really truly empower you and build your confidence that no matter what is going on in life, you can handle it. And this lowers your emotional stress, your physical stress, and your mental stress, which just helps you thrive with love and just empowerment in your life. And it's just the coolest thing to watch people evolve into this. And that's why I love the work I do with my clients. So it's as it becomes easier, it will eventually become your normal default and your normal habit, right? That's why we do this this growth work, this personal work 
transformation work is because we know that there's a reward at the end of it. If we stick with it, if we trust ourselves to be able to handle the discomfort and learn and grow, the us that's going on at the other side is already cheering for us. Our future self is waiting and we just have to walk the path, stay on the path, not deviate from the path too much, and then we will get there. And then one day we'll wake up and this will be our new default. This will be our way of life. And that is just the coolest thing. You will embrace this you will release it. You'll value and evaluate the stress signal when it comes up so that you're not resisting it anymore. You're not scared of it. You, you see it coming and then you can actually step towards it and lean in and slow down and value it for what it is so that you can learn from the stress and then release it in a focused, clear, and controlled way. This, my friends, is how you take your power back, how you feel in control of every aspect of your life and relax into enjoying your life and thriving in it versus struggling against it or surviving it. So everything we talked about today, these are skills that you learn. And certainly I know you are bright enough, you are advanced in your education and your life and you have a lot of experience. You can do this on your own, but I wanna help you. I want to make it easier for you. So to get started doing this work or to advance it from where you are, you can click the link in the show notes to download your free guide to start thriving in five minutes per day. I have developed this very simple three-step process to help you release your stress and embrace thriving in a new way in your life. And I highly recommend it because this one process will transform everything in your life if you give it the chance to. Okay, as I mentioned at the beginning, I need your help, friends. I need to get some reviews for this podcast. So if you could take 30 to 60 seconds at the end of this or after you get out of the car or after you're done with your workout, wherever you're listening to this, to click on the podcast app that you listen to and write me a review, this will help us expand the reach of this podcast and I would so greatly appreciate it. My goal is to help thousands of women confidently thrive in every aspect of their life. And I know that if you find this helpful, other women just like you will find it helpful too. And I'm truly grateful for your help in spreading the word that it's not only possible to thrive, we can do it by reclaiming our brains, taking simple focused action, and then modeling what's possible to all of the women around us. All right, y'all, have a fantastic week. Go out there and thrive, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening today. If you love what you're hearing, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want more inspiration and stress solutions to feel better and live joyfully, click the link in the show notes to join my email list to get joy delivered straight to your inbox. It is never too late to reclaim your brain and thrive in your life.